Welcome to Speak Strength, a podcast designed to encourage, motivate, and inspire you to a healthy lifestyle with your hosts, Jason Winley and Brittany Pender. Hey guys, this is episode seven, and we're talking about food for fuel. I'm Jason. And I'm Brittany. And welcome back. Hello. To the Speak Strength Podcast. All right, so today, like he was saying, we were talking about food for fuel because energy comes from food, right? So we're going to kind of touch a little bit on nutrition today, kind of dig into carbs, fats, proteins. Um, we have a little acronym for you, breaking down fuel. So F-U-E-L, each has their own little meaning. Um, and so, yeah, we're just going to understand what kind of foods you need for specific sports and um after exercise also so let's start with f so f means feast and then u means understanding e means energy for exercise and l means longevity fuel fuel yes (laughs) all right so let's start with f which is feast so we decided to call this feast because you shouldn't be scared to eat food especially when you're working out and exercising on a regular basis, um, your body needs that energy. I mean, the needs the food for energy. Um, I think feast is really important in the aspect of whenever people think exercise, they also think they immediately think, "Oh, I need to not eat as much." Yes. Instead of taking into account the entire process of what right. how food actually right. works, right? So, you need food. Eating shouldn't be the bad word, and food shouldn't be right. Satan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It should be. It's important. That's why. Feast is one of the, the one of these words in the acronym. Feast. And when you mentioned earlier feast having this big table right. of food. Like a Thanksgiving feast kind so of. Describe to me when you hear feast. If someone says, Let's go have feast? a feast. Oh man, I think about like chicken wings and <laughs> <laughs> um so does I think of all the junk food. I'm not gonna lie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm about to dive in. <laughs> You're going in. And I think of the, it's a cornucopia. That's that thing with the. Oh, yes. <laughs> the, the weed That's basket with the breads and stuff I would have never thought it. about that. I think of cornucopia and the big turkey legs that they have in the medieval times. Yeah, and yeah. like having the big wooden thing yeah. and people dancing and being merry and having lots of food. Like that's right. what I think about a feast. Right. But that's the complete opposite of what usually goes into what people think of right, exercise. Yes. And now listen, she did mention junk food. She's not saying go eat junk food. No, no. What we're she's just saying, saying that's, that's what comes what I to go mind. To. <laughs> <laughs> that's what comes to mind. It's a play on words, okay? <laughs> but we want you to think food when you think exercise. Yes. When we mm-hmm. think food for exercise, food for fuel, we want you to actually think food. We're not talking about little spinach leaves and Carrots, right. livers, what that doesn't that? do no, seriously. <laughs> this isn't how we eat, guys. No. Now, I'm not saying that's bad either. Point is, food matters. You got to right. eat. Mm-hmm. Right. You don't want to be in starvation mode and try to go run and, <laughs> you know. Anyways, so, um, yeah, so feast. Um, let's see, what could we dive into about the feast part? Before exercise? Before exercise for feasting, nah. Let's hit understand. We'll come back to that. Okay. Okay. Swerve. So back to you, understanding. (laughs) We're going to talk about kind of the breakdown into carbs, fats, and proteins, like I was saying earlier, and um, what your body needs for exercise, pretty much. 
So you need to understand what foods you're putting in to give you the most benefit in your workouts. So not only do you need to eat food, you need to understand how this food right. or how your body responds to this food. Right. That's the yeah. important part about food. So instead of thinking all of a sudden, oh no, I don't need to eat food. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start trying to be healthy. It's maybe you need to understand food. It is. And yeah. not just right. yeah. taking it out of your body. Like for example, like me personally, if I know I'm going to work out on a Monday and it's like a Saturday, Sunday, and I kind of... I'll go into the cheat meals on Sunday sometimes. <laughs> you gotta do what you but gotta do. I'll focus and be like, okay, well, coming Monday is going to be this, this, and this. So let me actually not cheat too bad on right. Sunday, if that makes sense. It so does. yeah, you do have to understand your nutrition. And then E is energy for exercise. So with this, we're talking just about um, like the context behind Food, the food is yeah. for energy, right? Mm-hmm. And so, if you don't have enough food in your body, your next training session is going to suffer, right? Mm-hmm. If you didn't recover from the last training session with the appropriate food, your next training session, yeah, your next not... day might even suffer, and then the whole week is could suffer. Yeah. Right? Food is one of the, it's such an important piece of the the puzzle mm-hmm. that I think it gets lost because people also blame food for obesity. Yeah, people and, can overthink this sometimes. Yeah, it's, you shouldn't. You shouldn't, and it is confusing though. I won't lie, but yeah, because I'm still learning personally. But and the confusing yeah. part isn't so much <laughs> that you're not supposed to eat. It's more or less that there's so many things out there that are telling you eat this, mm-hmm. not that. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think that some of that matters, but you also can't be too harsh on yourself when it comes to eating food. Yeah. So ener- food is energy and if we don't or fuel as we're using the acronym right. for mm-hmm. and if we don't fuel our bodies it won't move have you ever tried to take your car somewhere on e yeah it yeah. starts to putter you start to hear the yeah right or it'll slow down and your body does the same thing we're a little bit more complex than cars but at the same we have uh we have some mechanisms in our body that help protect us from that yes but the at the end of the day, the initial response to a lack of food is a lack of energy. Mm-hmm. Yes. And we don't want to have our body going through the day without energy. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then L is longevity. And with this, we just want to talk about maintenance. Choose something, you know, some foods that you can maintain and keep um, giving your body and that stuff that you like. And what you you won't hear a whole lot of is don't do this diet, don't do that diet. Mostly from us, we're gonna hear you're gonna hear understand the the nutritional aspect of the diet mm-hmm. before you go into it. If right. you decide to do one of the pop culture diets or fad diets, and yes, yeah, I want to call them pop culture and fad diets because they're they get re rebranded and renamed about right. every decade. Or yeah, so. it's like what's hot right now. Yes, and, and essentially it's right. A version of another, another diet or nutrition mm-hmm, program, yeah. or they utilize the same uh, biological function that the body needs. They're mm-hmm. all of them have something in common. They're they're not vastly different. There's a reason in which there's our body needs nutrients. Mm-hmm. All we're doing when we change the diet is how we get those nutrients. Right. Right. Yes. So. For longevity, you want the best diet to stick, or the best diet is the one you can stick to. As cliche as really? that is, yes. the yeah. best diet is mm-hmm. the one you can stick with. Whether right. you decide to eat a balanced diet, a keto diet, or um, 
Atkins diet mm-hmm. or um, vertical diet or intermittent fasting. So but when you do these diets, we're going to go back to the you. Make sure you understand the implications behind them. Yes. Why do you yes. feel a certain way? Yes. Why is the intermittent fasting appropriate for me at this time period? Right. Like put in context with what you are doing. Context. I think that's and a fitness. That's a reiterating theme always. Like everything has its context mm-hmm. and every you can't just assume that you should do what everybody's doing without understanding the basis right. behind it. Right. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and I, I like what you just said here. Fitness is context. Everything in fitness is context. Mm-hmm. How does it affect you? Right. What are your goals? What are you aiming for? If that diet was successful for them, what was the context behind that diet? Right. Yes. You know, yeah. it, there's a lot of bro science that floats around where you're sitting in the gym and someone comes up to you and says, hey, man, you got to try these. This is how I this is how I got that extra 100, 100 pounds on my squats, you know. Or, hey, when you go here to this bench press, make sure that you squeeze the pinky just 30 <laughs> degrees lateral. It's going to help add at least another 17.23 pounds on that bench press. You know what I mean? Oh, See, my they, God. That was great. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, you can't believe what works for one person may not work for you. And that's okay. Right. So you got to understand the context behind most of all that stuff. So... <laughs> <laughs> so let's really all right. All right, why this became a topic because it's, it's something that's always going to be a topic we'll probably yeah. hit this in a few other podcast right. episodes mm-hmm. just not yeah, in sure. this this mm-hmm. way but we had a client and you had someone at work ask you yeah. hey what's the best thing to eat right before i work out yes and we're going to have to have to go back to context mm-hmm what are you doing in your workout? <laughs> what time of day do you work yes, out? Yes, yes. And the time of day, let's look at time of day as we continue. Because time of day is really important. Because what's cool about the body is once you go to sleep and you've had dinner, the body's going to maintain the, the energy stores in the muscles up to about 99% within that first hour that you mm-hmm. wake up. Mm-hmm. So it's, you need to, you, do you need to eat first thing in the morning before you go work out? Answer's probably not within the hour. But if you have an issue with, your stomach might be good to have maybe a piece of toast with peanut right. butter yeah, on like it. Yeah, like a light snack. Right. Like a pre-workout You don't need to have a snack. full breakfast going right. into an early mm-hmm. morning workout session. Yeah. And let's just say you work out midday, somewhere between 10.30 and 11. It's probably beneficial to have had breakfast and maybe a snack before that. Right, yes. And mm-hmm. for breakfast, eat a normal meal. And that's if you're going to eat somewhere around two and a half to three hours prior to your workout, eat normal. Mm-hmm. Don't try to hide it. Don't try to fix it. Yeah. Um, maybe add a few more carbs if you can afford it, depending upon the intensity of the workout. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you'll probably want to eat again a light snack before. Do you eat light snacks before you work out? Mm-hmm. Give me an yes. example of something that you eat. Well, sometimes I'll work out early in the morning, so I'll just eat maybe yogurt or um, I try to eat like waffles. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with waffles. <laughs> just and, like a waffle. Um, and the cool thing about the waffles is... They probably provide that quick boost of energy that you yes. can have. And since you're about to go into it, when you work out pretty intensely, I've watched you work out, you do pretty well. That quick boost is going to give you something to go into right. that workout mm-hmm. with while yeah. your body's yeah. getting prepared in that warm up. Exactly. So that's really and I've cool. noticed changes if I work out and I'm like on an empty stomach. I've yes. noticed it's not as. That you don't feel it. Right. It, you don't, yeah. The workout's yeah. hard to go to, it's hard to concentrate. Mm-hmm. So it is important to make sure that you feel prior to your workout. Yes. And if you're going to the end of the day, you 
let's say mm-hmm. we've hit early morning workout, midday workout, 10, 30, 11. Right. But let's say you work out somewhere around 4, 30 or 5. My suggestion is you've had at least two meals and probably two snacks somewhere between mm-hmm. then. Um, yes. And I don't know. I can't tell you the amount of calories to have, but I can tell you that about an hour leading up to your workout, you're probably going to want some some simple carbohydrates. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that could be anywhere from a peanut butter and jelly sandwich to to a bowl of white rice with mm-hmm. some vegetables mixed in. Yeah. And yeah. Something that your stomach's not going to feel super full or heavy, but it's not going to desire a whole lot of food mm-hmm. uh, right. going into the training right. session. And depending upon the intensity of your training session, you may want food on the inside. So some days, my training sessions will last anywhere between an hour and a half to two hours, depending upon what part of a training cycle mm-hmm. I'm in. So eating about an hour prior to the training session and then somewhere about 45 minutes to an hour in, I'll put something simple in my body. And then say simple, looking at peanut butter and jelly, mm-hmm. maybe something with a little bit more sugar than normal. Right. It's not unlikely that it would be a honey butter donut <laughs> <laughs> with some water. But the intensity yeah, okay. but the intensity is going to kick up. It's yeah. not that I'm just floating through a simple workout. Yes, I'm putting that stuff in there. But my blood sugar is going to spike for a reason and kind of help with the intensity and then fills up a little bit. And truthfully, it's probably going to go. Like, I'm going to burn that. And as yeah. again, oh, in yeah. context, mm-hmm. uh, the amount of volume that I train is higher than the average individual's. So I do not suggest donuts and honey buns for everyone. Yes. <laughs> but if you're in, so we're going to come back to the intensity in a minute. But then that post workout. Mm-hmm. So, what's important post workout? Protein. Protein. So it can be a liquid form, like a protein shake or. Or, in food form. Or food, yeah, or food, like a solid. <laughs> food <right>? form. <laughs> if you're ever wondering what it means, if you're looking for the scientific properties of, of protein, there's liquid or food form. That's all you got. So but, looking for that protein afterwards. Yes. You're also looking for a carbohydrate. Yes. And mm-hmm. somewhere within that 30 minutes to an hour is probably one of the better times to eat. Now, right. this isn't a law, but the... Studies show that the body does respond well in protein synthesis by having a minimum of 20 to 25 grams of protein post-workout within that 30 minutes. Um, And that protein synthesis should last all day as long as you're feeding your Mm -hmm. body fuel. So in the grand scheme of of building muscle, it doesn't hurt to eat that protein afterwards or right right after your workout. To replenish what was lost. And just listen to your body after a workout and before a workout. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're kind of hungry, eat something before. And if you're tired. And, and if you're tired. Oh, that's such a big factor with me. <laughs> like, yeah. Sleep is so important. <laughs> yes. So the, we were also talking about intensity. Mm-hmm. Not every day needs to be 100 miles an hour. You're not going no. to be grinding. <laughs> every day is not going to grind. There's no possible way for your body to last long by killing it every day. Mm -hmm. So there's that train of thought of hustle, go, 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 destroy my body, beat it down. Yes, there's some beat down, but it needs to be recovered. And food is a vital resource in that Mm -hmm. recovery. So there are going to be days where you train intensely and your food intake may need to be higher. And in order to recover, you may need to eat more than you you normally would. So if you went from running three miles to running six or seven miles, that six or seven miles is going to take more out of you than that three miles. Yes. So you need to put that food back. Yes. 
And one of the ways we measure food intake is in calories. Yes. And calories are important. So when we go back to feast, when we say feast, that means have calories. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can touch on this and kind of divide it up a little bit um, about calories. So so we'll do another podcast on calories yeah, in the next two or three sessions. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll call it Fuel Part Deux. <laughs> <laughs> but as we continue, as we finish up with this podcast, uh, Brittany, give us the acronym for Fuel and what they mean so again. So F is Feast, U is Understanding. E is energy for exercise, and L is longevity. Absolutely. So I think we hit a lot of that really, really good today. So we're going to end on that. We're going to come back a little bit later in this uh, Food for Fuel series in part two and talk about uh, the importance of calories and why we measure calories and where those calories come from. And if you have any questions about today's podcast, you can find me on Instagram at J underscore Winley, or you can find the gym at Body Shop X. And you can find me on Instagram at chin underscore up underscore chick. And that's our episode. You guys have a wonderful week. We'll talk to you next time. Thank you.